Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast. I am your host, Right Worshipful Brother George Mudry, and with me tonight... Brother Rocco. Worshipful Brother Ken. Worshipful Brother Jack. We're up here. We did a big podcast on Thursday that was actually broken into two podcasts. It took two and a half hours. It was very long, very informative. This one, not so much. We're going to be just up here fucking around. So, first thing I'm going to do, as we always do, I'm going to plug... Uh, upon the point, our sponsor. Um, they, if you go on www.uponthepoint.com, they have all kinds of challenge coins. Actually, um, I've been uh, attempting to reduce my smoking and stop smoking, and I've been actually using the challenge coins to spin in my hands. And the one that I've been spinning recently to keep me from going insane is the Chamber of Reflection coin. Oh, okay. so that's, whatever uh, you don't, don't don't chew on it. Yeah, no, I won't do that. Well. All right. Also, I want to plug ourselves, the FreemasonsPodcast.com. I actually just put up a 32, a 30, excuse me, a 32nd degree Scottish Rite shirt. It's pretty nice. 32nd. I only did 32nd. I didn't do 31st. I uh, can't wear that. <laughs> um, oh, and, Ken, I got an application for you. No, okay. I want to be able yep. to wear it. Show me the petition. <laughs> and uh, But if you go on there and you use FM Podcast and or OG listeners, it gives you, uh, it's our discount code. You'll see what we got for a discount up there. All right, let's get into some shout-outs. Uh, I skipped the shout-outs last time because we had a lot to cover. So what I'm going to cover now is um, all of the likes on Facebook as well as Instagram. And what I was thinking about doing is after we do that, uh, I have two other extra toasts, or one other extra toast that I'd like to do for an individual. Um, but can, then I, I, can I propose a third? Okay. Well, fine. today in the United States is Mother's Day. Oh, I was going to get there. I was oh, actually okay. going to get there, but that's fine. And, um, we we're toast gonna, the moms if we're, we're drinking gonna, anyway on absolutely. Mother's Day instead of hanging out with them. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Ma. We were thinking about you. <laughs> you love you, Mama. I'm going to visit mine right after this. But, yes, there was something else. that I was going to do thank yous and then toast to mothers, but uh, I had a couple thank yous I wanted to do on that. It'll be funny. You guys will love it. <laughs> um, but, so... First thing I want to do, shout-outs. People who've liked us on Instagram and Facebook. Jared Cecil, Aiden Wright, Brother Brent Webb, Tyler Williams, Worshipful Brother Randy Bruce, Brother Rory Wood Jr., and Brother Emilio Ramirez. So, brethren, right hand arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. All right. Next one. We all know, we have talked about him before. Garrett the Barbarian on Instagram and or Garrett Wright from Facebook. Actually, he just uh, wrote to me the other day, and he informed me that he has been accepted to Texas Lodge number 46 in California. Oh, awesome. Congratulations. Congrats. So I would like to give him... His own Masonic toast. Brethren, right hand arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Viva. 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 All right. Let's get into the mothers now. So I have a couple thank yous first off. Um, no, not many know it, but my mother died when I was very young, so... First thing I would like to do is, uh, again, talk about my own mother. Number one would be, uh, 
Thank you, Mom, in heaven, for not aborting me. Um, <laughs> the next one, I want to thank my... <laughs> I want to uh, also wish Happy Mother's Day to my stepmother. Um, and uh, I want to thank her for raising a fucking legend. <laughs> and I want to thank... Uh, humble legend, too. He's so <laughs> humble. <laughs> it's my podcast. <laughs> He's over there. He's over there watching. I'm just letting you know. He is. <laughs> His eyes uh, follow me wherever I look. <laughs> I move to. We have the puppet in the corner. And I also want to uh, give, well, we're going to do a toast, but I also want to thank the mothers of my children as well. Anybody else? Come on. Round the table. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Give a shout out to your mother. Now's the time. Love your mom in heaven. That's it. Say it again, Rocco. I turn. Love your mom in heaven. Love you, uh, Mama Tarwood. She's on vacation right now down in the Carolinas, so I didn't get to actually hang out with her, but I got to talk to her on the phone this morning. So love you and love my wife, Emily, mother of my children. Love you, Mama Burrell, uh, who's also on vacation in the Carolinas. Hey. I hope they're not. Is your mom partying with my mom? (laughs) Maybe. Could be. (laughs) Podcast moms of the world unite. I guess. So let's do... uh, a Masonic toast to all mothers out there. Brethren, right hand to arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat. 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 I'm, uh, I'm pretty much I'm done with alcohol now for the night. Did my toasts. I, did, I fulfilled my obligations, but my stomach has been silly as shit all day. It's been bothering me. So... Last thing I want to do is I want to plug the Freemasons podcast, Facebook page, and the community page. There have been people, men, women, children of old, doesn't matter. If you want to be part of that, you absolutely need to answer the three questions. The three questions are our our gateway to make sure that you're actually a Freemasons podcast listener. And you are not an Alex Jones disciple and or not from uh, Nigeria or Africa trying to steal money. So I just want to throw that out there. I've recently started a Patreon page. Uh, The Patreon page is going to have, and I already have it up, it already has some bonus stuff on there. I have the Polar Prank Revenge. Hmm. That's the bonus episode with Liberty Ghost Hunters who came and they... Uh, we were discussing, they crashed our podcast, and we were discussing how my maniacal ass basically crushed another move that the guys were trying to do. Mm. Um, a couple of the other posts I have, I have bloopers that I've put up. I don't know if i put up bloopers yet, but I may have. Um, and other different segments, general talking with uh, the ghost hunters. Um, let's see here. Uh, getting drinks filled, and it's uh, Brother Ray cracking jokes. You know, just random... Even if they're one-clip things, the Nathan Moss answers clip, because he had the best answers so far. <laughs> Although, somebody recently almost... They they got some pretty funny ones that actually I was seeing. Um, I'll get to that later. But And we one of the parts that we just recorded was we all were talking about the Garibaldi, Garibaldi degree that's done in New York City. Mm-hmm. And that is also on the Patreon page. And it's uh, about a 10-15 minute clip. Uh, that you can listen to and you can hear about the Garibaldi degree and what all I've never seen that. We've always wanted to take a bus trip there, but I've never, I didn't know there were clips on YouTube of it. Mm. Yeah, we talked about it briefly the other night. For Patreon, for our Patreons only. Apparently. There's a couple pictures I've put up there of me crashing the, um, the Liberty Ghost Hunters podcast and just random stuff, but, so, here's what you get. I'm just going to go over this quickly and then we'll, we'll continue on. For it's you have to be there's different tiers and one of the tiers is it starts off at accepted and you guys love the different amounts as an accepted it's a picture of a goat so you'll know exactly what you are um, and you get bonus episodes so we're going to do bonus episodes in one of the episodes or segments that I'm going to start doing and I don't know who read this in the podcast crew on our group me app but one of the things I wanted to start doing is Maso- uh, Masonic Shock Collar Trivia. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> and basically... Are, you're, you're in as a recipient? Or you're oh, in yeah, as hell yeah. I'll do it. guy holding the button. I'll put the collar on. I don't care. So we're going to have is We're going to yeah, have... I'm pretty confident. I'm, I'm <laughs> pretty confident. Okay. You know what? I think we should go up against uh, Joe. We're both over 200 <laughs> pounds, too. I mean, we can yeah, take we a good shock, it. right? <laughs> so... 
what we're going to do is uh, for that particular episode, it's going to be an entire episode available to only <laughs> Patreons, where Not basically for the faint of heart. we're going to have a. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't chosen who is going to be the host of that show, but we're going to probably make a video of it, too, that's going to go on the Patreon page. And uh, basically what's going to happen is we're going to pick a host, and we're all going to get the shit shocked out of us when you get it wrong. And <laughs> I'm going we to have make... a brother paramedic that we can bring on? You don't need a paramedic. <laughs> I mean, the shock collar is basically a defibrillator in itself, so you're good, right? <laughs> I mean, we're just going to move the I mean, I'll, I can heart. bring an actual defibrillator, but <laughs> just to <laughs> counteract it. <laughs> Depends uh, what the title is for the, you know, the loser. Do they actually go through the defibrillator? I don't know. Yeah, I don't We'll have to co- we'll have to come up with it, but we probably should have a paramedic. But then again, you are be- you are you are a firefighter, so we're good. Yeah, yeah. With an oh, EMR medical license. All right, so we're good. We're good. That's like I'm like CPR the bare certified. minimum. It, see, I'm like just above, You're just that, above that CPR. Okay. Like, I can go. I can get your. With our powers right. combined, we can, <laughs> yeah, we can save get some somebody vitals. from the shock Let's... collar. <laughs> so I don't know how I'm going to do it. Um, I I don't know if I'm going to pick somebody to be the. Uh, I guess your your game show host for that, and then we're all gonna get shot collars and zap the shit out of each other. I think there's got to be like something else to happen to like whoever like gets the least amount of questions right. Okay, all right. We have to figure out something because everyone's gonna get shocked throughout the whole thing, so you can't like that's not gonna be. I got it then. Okay, the loser who gets the least amount correct has to wear shot collars on all their extremities. Ooh, everybody's shot. Everybody, everybody's shot collar. That's brutal. For a five-second blast at the end. Oh my god! Of all of the shot collars, I think that'll be great. Or we just get a cattle prod and we just go, we just go balls out with it. Somebody gets hit with a cattle prod and. How about the loser has to plug the podcast at their next state of communication? We have, <laughs> we have uh, police officers that we know. Yeah. Uh, oh, but see, the only problem is oh, they can't. Tasers? The no, that's yeah, not, that's not legal. No. Uh, they might be able to use them. Uh, I know. I know. We'd have to sign so many waivers. <laughs> I do know somebody that has a taser. <laughs> Fine line. Be, be, well, before you can we go to Cabela's and buy one. You understand that I'm that guy that that sees the line and still tries to inch mm. over. Well, wait, we can go to Cabela's and buy one that has we like forty thousand volts to it. Yes. God, I would not volunteer for that. I'm taking my name out of the hat. Oh, we get an actual now you taser. want to play the game. Yeah. But we'll don't have to win. You just can't be last. We will figure it out. We'll figure don't that get out. Me wrong. So, back on the main subject. Uh, so, anyway, in the Patreon page, you can join for a dollar, and you are accepted, and you get bonus episodes. Entered Apprentice is the next tier, and it's $3, and you get bonus episodes, deleted content from the podcast. Fellowcraft, $5, you get bonus uh, episodes and deleted content from the podcast and the bloopers. Master Mason is, that's right, $7. You get bonus episodes, deleted content from the podcast, bloopers, and video podcasts when we start doing that. Hmm. And then the final one is Ma- Past Master. And that's nine. You get bonus episodes, deleted content from the podcast, bloopers, and video podcasts. And I'm actually in the works of creating a podcast pin. And I'm going to, everyone's going to get a podcast lapel pin who joins nice. at that level. But anyway. That just kind of gives everyone an idea of What's the... What's uh, $33 a month? <laughs> $33 a month? I have a personal handwritten love letter yeah. from Puppet George. Do you get to remotely <laughs> shock George? Because <laughs> I'd pay it. Now, see, now how this whole conversation over started about... the internet. we got to hook it up. We could do this, Rocco. Yeah, I could do it. How this started over the, over the whole thing <laughs> is they said I swear too much, apparently. Oh, fuck that. Who the fuck would think that? (laughs) So what Uh, they wanted to do was put a shot collar on me, and every time I swore, they'd give me a pop. The problem is you don't even know when you do it, you know, so... Yes. However, if you listen to the last one with Jack Farkas, I think I swore two times throughout a two and a half hour podcast. So it's not going to be that much fun. I think a Masonic trivia would be much better for people to get whacked. Maybe what I'll do is I will put one, the very first one as a regular podcast so that everyone can hear it, and then uh, I'll do it in the Patreon after that. But. All right, so we had a couple listeners' questions. Let's get into that. Let's tackle some stuff here. <laughs> Listener question. Rory James Wood Jr., 
Hello, my name is Rory, and I am from a, I'm a fellow craft mason in Georgia and getting ready to take my master mason degree. I love the podcast. It has answered a lot of questions I've had about Freemasons. I just started listening to the podcast. As I write this, I am listening to episode seven. Oh, boy. Damn, I'm sure he's listened to long. eight by now. He's an OG. He's long. digging deep. I am the youngest of my lodge. How can I get more members to join without asking them? And what are some fun things we can do in our little town? We do a pancake breakfast like once every two months. To me, that's not enough. I've answered him. I'll leave it up to you guys. Fire away. Who wants to take it first? Me? All right. So, Rory, awesome question. Um, I think what, what your lodge is doing right now with the pancake breakfast is good. Um, getting the name out into the community I think is the best way to um, introduce Freemasonry to the general public, at least in our jurisdiction in, in Connecticut and in, um, I'm sure, most jurisdictions in North America. And in fact, probably across the world, we're not supposed to advertise, right? We're not supposed to recruit. Um, men are supposed to, good men are supposed to come to the fraternity of their own free will and accord. The best way, I think, to get the name out there, I mean, we all, all of us that are Freemasons love Freemasonry. We love the values. The best thing I think that we can do is to get those values out and let the community know what we're all about. Um, and hopefully that will cause other men of like mind to to seek us out. And I know it's kind of a soft answer, but the no, more I you can do. Agree. I agree. I also, I mean, I, I take it a little further. I would say integrate it into your normal life. Oh, so yeah, if you're yeah, like, yeah. so if you're, let's say, you're a little league coach, or you're mm -hmm. you're doing something like karate, you know, with a group of people. Well, you know, that's the that's the group that you're going to go to and say, hey, you know, maybe we can sponsor a night, uh, mm -hmm. a bingo night, you know, a bowling night or mm -hmm. something like that. You can do something with that group, um, and maybe your lodge can sponsor it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, definitely like a fun night out through the lodge that maybe the lodge will host it exactly. and then you invite all the all the brothers of the lodge to bring somebody that's not maybe yep. someone that they it, know it's that more might of have a community building it. thing than a lodge recruitment thing yeah um but you'll find that good men come to you yeah but at the same time anybody that's like interested will also see it's not just we're sitting around a table saying oh you you know arguing with they're going to see that we're doing some fun events and we're all mm -hmm. enjoying hanging out as yeah, well as some serious pizza nights, sides bowling, of you know, yeah. things like that. Local brewery trips, oh, yeah. stuff and like that. Trip. We do those kinds of things, and that's where you trip. get the young guys to come yeah. out, right? Pancake mm. breakfast. Eh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know too many it's young guys in the community events, that want to go to pancake or ball lodge. game. Ball game trips. You yeah. know, if you get people going to a ball game, you get people going to a casino. Yeah, but I like what you said about living the values, right? If you're if you treat everybody else the way that you're supposed to be treating people as a Freemason. And people see that you have that little lapel pin or that hat that you're wearing, right, in your professional life or something like that. They're going to come to you and they're going to be like, "Wow, and this is this is a good man. This is a good guy. He always wears that hat. What's that about?" Right? Exactly. People yeah. are if, if, you're, if you're a jerk it, out there, nobody's yeah. going to yeah, ask exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> but if you're living it, you'll find that good men find you. Exactly, because you are mm -hmm. the vision of what people see. You you are what people know the Freemasons to be. Yep. It's part of being a Freemason out of Lodge. Just, mm -hmm. yeah. Exactly. All right. Next question. Well, I answered the question, and I also had said what I had said. Was, you probably answered it much better. Well, what I had <laughs> said is there's actually no rules about um, there's no rules about recruiting, so to speak. There's nothing wrong with going up to somebody and saying, "Hey, I'm part. Of, I'm a Freemason. You seem like you'd be a good guy for it. Here's some information on it. Let me know what you think." Hmm. When they, That's an interesting little debate that we could have. Yeah, and we could. You're absolutely right. Uh, again, we've done it. You know where we've we because it says you know actually right in our charge of an EA, be particularly careful not to invite them to come join us mm -hmm. unless you're sure that they are of sound you know character. I've I've heard that exact statement from. Uh, Past grandmaster. It's, it's the way you read it. Hmm. You can read it two different ways. Yeah. And and it's we're not going to put a billboard out on on Route Eight over here. Yeah. Come be amazing. Yeah. No, that's not. <laughs> Actually, well, there are some there are some jurisdictions yeah. that put billboards. Even up I think in Connecticut, I could be wrong about this, but maybe it was when I was traveling. But I remember the the Ben Franklin. Remember how the 
I don't know if it was a northern Masonic jurisdiction, a Scottish right, or somebody had that campaign where Scottish Ben Franklin was like, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. ask me about being a Mason or something. But know. it wasn't like, come down to your local lodge and like put in a petition. It was ask ask a Mason right. about yeah, being I, a Mason. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, because you were able to find like YouTube videos yeah. with Benjamin Franklin. Yeah. And then right now, going on, and it's going on, I, I want to say in the majority of the states throughout the country, uh, you know, throughout the United States, that the Scottish Rite started, and it's not solely for the Scottish Rite, but it's the not just a man, a Mason. Mm-hmm. It's about making program. New Blue Lodge Masons. Because yep. yeah, Scottish Rite is trying to help the Blue Lodge Mason, you know, Mason lodges grow their membership as well. So that's kind Which of makes out sense. There. You can't be and a Scottish have, Rite Mason without being a correct, Blue Lodge. Yeah, Mason. so they're they're helping out with they're picking from, but they have billboards out there, and the whole purpose of that is to kind of. And I've seen Gain some of the, the interest. Some, some of the people who have taken that campaign and made it their own. Yeah, a lot of the states um, are using it. A lot that. of the states used it. I saw I saw a few of the um, I saw a few of the advertisements, and they were they were wild. Yeah. Like on YouTube, you could look them up, and yeah. they were they were pretty. But wild. it's more to be one, ask one. Like that's always the yeah. call to yeah. action in those advertisements. It's never like, hey, call this phone number or like go on this website and immediately put in a petition. You can join, right. kind of thing. It's more of a. Yeah, it's, it's just kinda, a spark interest. I don't think there's anything wrong with actually, you know, knowing somebody to be a good guy and going up and talking to them about it. Talking yeah, to them I, about yeah, it. I agree with that. Yeah. Putting putting the the bug in their ear, so to speak. You know, I, I don't I, I don't particularly disagree with it. So I mean, I think you can by all means go out and you know talk to somebody about becoming a Freemason, see if they're interested. I, I think there's a line there. There's a difference between like you know just talking to somebody and walking up and shoving a petition in their hand. Right? Oh, I'm not like saying that, that people oh, yeah, would yeah, not. Yeah, no. yeah. And I'm not, I'm not down with giving you a petition yeah, right. right right away because you have to express interest. Yep. I'm not saying here, uh, you know, Baba Kanoosh, sign yep. this. Like, yep. No, that's not how – no, no, that's a no-go. Yeah. But you can certainly Start insinuate, the dialogue, right? insinuate yeah. yep. you know, along those lines. There's another question that came in, and I don't want to particularly answer this right now until I have all of the proper actual like facts facts on it. Since yeah. when did that ever stop us from doing anything? Uh, <laughs> I think it really depends. You'll on understand the it in okay. a minute. I think it really yeah, depending on the question. So this particular person, Aiden Wright writes, hey guys, I'm a big fan of the podcast. I know you've done an episode on women in Freemasonry, uh, but I wonder if you can answer some questions or would ever be willing to talk about transgender people in Freemasonry. Specifically, what is your take on female to male brothers? What do you think of the United Grand Lodge of England's transgender guidelines? I'll be dead-ass honest, I did not read the United Grand Lodge of England's. I've gone thing. as far as to know that they have one. Um, okay. And 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 that we also do in the state of Connecticut. Um, I know that we have some written rules on, based on that. I don't know the exact specifications of it. So right. that's why. And that's why yeah, I exactly I don't why. I don't want to talk about. It. I haven't even looked at it yet. But I wanted to acknowledge that there this this was a question. It's, that was brought to me. And, it's, you know, nowadays it is. And I actually wrote back to this person who is transgender, and I said, oof. I said, uh, that's a sticky one. <laughs> I said, uh, but uh, I, I, I really want to have all the facts yeah. about we'll be able it before. Yeah, to answer before. it 100% correct. Right. But here's the other problem. We're going to be able to answer it based in Connecticut. Yes. So that we're yeah. going to get all the facts to Connecticut. And then correct. it's going to be different. Every state um, Every state's going to be different. Correct. Um, but, like... I personally would. I, I think I would involve the grand more towards uh-huh. if the person was male, born male. That, I think I, I, think I don't think it makes a that, damn difference. I think it does. I mean, well, we've had this comment. Like I've had this conversation with, with numerous brothers. You know, what happens if it, you know someone like George? You, you know, you weren't always a man. You had the sex change. Mm-hmm. Now, how does that go? But you were already a, a, a mason. <sighs> That's that, why that I don't want to so touch this one yet. I know. <laughs> that's, um, and that's what I was more referring to then. Smarter the people than us opposite. should be making those I agree. Of like and that was why, that's why it's not like that. Because I don't have well, the answers. I, would I know much. what my opinion would be. but This, is, this is what I wrote back. And uh, I'm just going to kind of paraphrase. Because, I mean, a lot of it was just banter. I was talking back and forth. I said, hello, awesome. Glad to have you. I said, oof, that's a touchy one. I'll do some digging on this one. But I may, I, I believe it may be on a Grand Lodge level per state in the U.S. Worldwide, however, I really don't know. Uh, but I will do some research. Um, 
and then jokingly I said, the other brothers on the Catholic episode were shitting their pants on that topic, but I'll love to pass this one to them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I continued on, and I just basically said, one of the things that I had said was, you know, uh, it's definitely a modern subject. I said, just food for thought. Prince Hall was a black mason who petitioned to join a lodge in, in PA and was blackballed. He went to Ireland and was made a mason, came back and created uh, black or Prince Hall affiliate masons, and now it's recognized by many grand lodges in the U.S. Times change, and pioneers and heroes eventually get remembered. Yeah. So, uh, who knows? Who knows what the future in England, holds? In England, I, I looked it up. It's it, it's essentially you know a woman can be a mason if she joined as a man, hmm. and a man can join the masons if he used to live as a woman. So basically, oh, okay. so it's all right. It's, we're so they're kind of just going with one cases. thing. Now, this is the United Grand Lodge of England, correct? Yes. Okay. London. I just want to clarify: we are not under their jurisdiction. We are not no. under their jurisdiction. We don't recognize them as our United Grand Lodge yeah. anywhere in the United States of America. Um, those dirty freaking colonials and their well, <laughs> no. <laughs> We're their not, two arms business. We're, we're not as frowned upon as we used to be. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's definitely a topic that's worth getting all the answers and getting the facts. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, Absolutely. It, we're going to get all the facts for Connecticut, but it's definitely mm. worth to touch on to figure Absolutely. it out. Absolutely. Okay, so there's one other question that I saw on here, and this was from another, another post where we were looking for topics. And uh, Tyler Sean Woodford asked, really interested in your take of PHA Masonry, which is Prince Hall. Freemasonry. So I guess I'll get us started. So Prince Hall Freemasonry was, uh, and I think George just mentioned that uh, Prince Hall was a um, a Mason who petitioned, or who, who was a, a friend who petitioned a lodge in North America, was rejected, and then went to Ireland, became a Mason, and then came back and started a movement to try to create a an African-American um, only lodge. Mm-hmm. And so that they could practice Freemasonry and not have to worry about, you know, the the uh, intolerance of the time. Mm-hmm. And actually in Connecticut, um, I mean, there were Prince Hall Lodges that were created across the United States after that point. He was really a pioneer of that movement. And Connecticut was the first um, ancient, free, and accepted Mason grand jurisdiction that recognized Prince Hall Masons as being you know, part of the the Masonic community so that we could, you know, members of the the Grand Lodge of Connecticut, you know, the subordinate lodges of the Grand Lodge of Connecticut could go and visit Prince Hall Lodges and Prince Hall brothers could come and visit our lodges. We could, mm-hmm. quote, unquote, communicate Masonically with them. We could mm-hmm. go to their degrees. They could come to our degrees. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all brothers. Yep. Yeah. They're brothers as much, you know, as we're brothers to oh, yeah. them. And, yep. Yeah. You know, and that was in the 1980s. And to this day, you know, when we have Grand Lodge semi-annual communications or the annual communications, you know, Make their Grand Master, it's still a, a separate organization because they have, of course, their own traditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have things that they do a certain way. And, of course, they want to remain separate. And that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. But they come to our Grand Lodge functions yeah. and we go to theirs. And it's it's a good thing. Yeah. It's quite incredible that the lines have been blurred over time, where there's everybody's brothers, you know, and mm-hmm. you know, black men can join us, and I, I'm not sure can we join them. I don't know if we can. I believe can, so. Can, can uh, we? Yeah. We can. White. Oh wait, yes, I know that for a fact because yep. somebody just who's a, a, a white brother uh, yep. is actually the master in one of their lodges. Yep. Oh, that's right. so. So again, the lines have yep. been basically blurred. It's just one of them has a an, another. Uh, what's the word I'm looking at the end of? Well, it's just two abbreviations. It's just two separate organizations. Like they have their own. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's still Freemasonry because Mm -hmm. the degrees are essentially the same. There might be slight changes. There are some differences. I I know that from having to talk to a couple of the brothers that belong to Prince Hall Freemasonry Mm -hmm. instead of the you know ours. When they come into Mm -hmm. Grand Lodge, it is impressive. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They 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 are very 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 very. Uh, serious about ritual. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is yep. like they're yeah. So while we're on that subject, and obviously prior to all these you know exceptions of the Grand Lodge and in in allowing Prince Hall to be recognized, they were known as 
clandestine masons. Clandestine masons. So let's talk about what clandestine masonry is. I can tell you this for a fact that somebody that I had when I was coming as a mason and I was, uh, I can't remember, if I, was I the junior warden or I may have been the master at the time, but I banged into somebody who I worked with and he was wearing a Masonic ring and he shook my hand. And we kind of talked back and forth about masonry and everything. And again, I didn't know at all. And we were talking a little bit about masonry and all this stuff back and forth. And then, you know, he said, and I said, oh, well, what lodge do you belong to? And he's like, oh, well, I'm an international Freemason. Ah. And international Freemasonry is not recognized by Grand Lodges. Mm -hmm. It is something completely different. Because he said, oh, I said, you know, we, what do you guys use for ritual? And he says, we use the Duncan's Monitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, things are starting to add up here. Yep. So once, you know, I, and I, what I did was I ended up calling the grand secretary, and I said, hey, listen, there's a guy that wants to potentially affiliate with our lodge. However, he's an international mason. And she flat out came back and said, he's yep. a clandestine mason. Yep. And I went, ew. Because, <laughs> again, prior to this particular instance, I had no idea what a clandestine mason, just normal people. Yep. They and just, you know what? They they don't even know. They don't even know their yeah, time. No, they're I, just I, like, I'm a mason. Stories, yeah. like, they don't walk around calling themselves clandestine. Well, yeah, they don't know. Just, they think they're in. And this particular right this particular brother, who was a brother, and I, I, don't, he, I don't think he's a brother anymore. He may have... Uh, I don't know if he was dropped NPD or he moved. I can't remember exactly. But anyway, um, I brought him in, and I said, well, you're a clandestine mason. And he's like, what do you mean? And I explained it to him. Sorry about the bottle. And he was like, oh, I didn't know. You know, so I said, uh, well, if you want to join us, you had to, he had to fill out actually a letter of, what's the word, where you basically. Letter of recognition. Well, renounce previous you. membership. And yeah. that's what he did. He filled that out, and then he had to go through the degrees yep. with us. And it's funny, after he did his Entered Apprentice, he's like, wow, how come I never got hit? <laughs> I said, what the fuck are you talking about? Mm. When he went through his degrees, they were beating him with paddles oh, during the degree. Sounds more like a college fraternity. Yeah, that, they just mm-hmm. called themselves for He said, yeah, yeah, I had to yeah. go, and I had to get basically roughed up, like more think, so than, I, I mean, whatever, we I do a little bit. we yeah. discussed this in, in a prior podcast, but it's like, it's almost as if a lot of the clandestine masons, masonry groups popped up out of, like, a mason who's disgruntled, went through one or two degrees, mm-hmm. and left... A lodge and was like, well, I'm, I don't agree with everything they do, so I'm going to do my own thing. Or he was just rejected, and he went on the yeah. internet and found yeah. the damn Duncan's yeah. Monitor. And we don't follow Duncan's Monitor at all. I mean, it's similar, but it's it's not. And the Duncan's Monitor, I believe, popped up from a. That was, uh, yeah, that was not like a rejected Mason or something. I believe that so. Basically, just did an expose. Like that's what Duncan's mm-hmm. Monitor was. It was an expose on Freemasonry, correct? Which, of course, doesn't get everything. Right. Correct. Or a lot of it. Much right. like the History Channel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like forming a lodge based on the ritual that you've seen on the History Channel. Love that line yeah. when they're like, we got this information from past Masons and current Masons. And I'm looking. And he's a 9,022nd degree Mason. <laughs> After you go through your degrees, what, it is nice to go through What fucking degree is he on? He's got like three different things going. Like, that's not even what it. This is the ritual of a master mason. No, it's not. Like, <laughs> why is he dressed like a bird? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's the story that I of somebody who was a clandestine mason. He told me he was in shock. He's like, I, I've never. Yeah. He goes, I, I, they used to be the <clears throat> paddles. We had we had an incident like that too, where we had somebody come and visit our lodge and had no idea that he was a clandestine mason. He was, you know, he, I forget where his. He said something like his Grand Lodge was down in Orlando, Florida, and it was the Grand Lodge for the entire United States. And I was like, no, <laughs> uh, that's not no. right. I'm like, can I see? Your, you know, can we nope. see your dues card? And it was obvious that the dues card was not fabricated. Well, not fabricated, but it was you know their their organization's dues card. It was clearly not didn't look like any of free and accepted no. Mason or free and accepted Mason. Were they using uh, the dues card. square and compass though? Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. We still use it, but. Yep. Yeah, somewhere along the way, somebody 
started this mm-hmm. just probably because they were rejected or mm-hmm. they just made up their own thing and used the the square and compass but, but this poor guy had who no knows, idea yeah well who knows like, how long that ago that was, was we were talking about his dues and his dues were like something ridiculous like yeah. you know four or five hundred dollars a year yeah and we were like well what's going on with that and you get like an insurance policy and everything else right through, through the grand lodge <laughs> for the dues and i'm like yeah well not the same thing we had to explain it how long ago so well now people think that they're joining the actual ancient mm. Freemasons of the Masons because yep. they don't know the difference. Yep. And- no, I just want to also add into this that you can be a member of a different organization, such as Knights of Columbus or Elks Lodge <clears throat> or American Legion or yeah. any of those other things. Yep. It's particularly clandestine masonry that you are not allowed to be a mason in there and us. Right. So there, there's a there's a little bit of a difference with that. So. But yeah, that that was blew my mind. And he's like, How come, dude, I didn't get hit. I'm like, what are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? Get hit? Like, I mean, we had been told about that, you know, earlier in my Masonic career. We were told about. Obviously, it's part of you know certain things that you're told when you're yeah. coming up through the degrees and everything about clandestine masonry. But we thought it was like some old outmoded thing, like people used to pretend to be Freemasons back in the day. But it's mm-hmm. it's still a thing. There are organizations that yeah. consider them selves to be masonic that aren't so i i actually found something uh interesting rang a bell in my head a couple weeks ago i was talking to a member of new haven commandery and there was an there was a show on the secrets of freemasonry way back in the day and this show talked about how during one of the rituals i guess of the freemasons i've never heard of it before there's a gun and you know it's a full of blanks but then they they i guess hit I saw that episode. Somehow, somehow along the way, they hit soup cans behind him, right? And somebody somewhere along the way loaded the gun with a real round and pow, hit the guy and killed him. I saw that. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yep. Turns out, I was talking to, uh, again, uh, this guy is a, I don't want to drop his name, but uh, his name is Clyde. You guys may may or not know who he is. But I was talking to him. And he was talking about the Knights of Columbus and the ritual and how it's kind of modeled off of, you know, their uniforms are modeled off the Knights Templar and all that stuff. And he said that he had a ritual book from, like, the 1970s of the Knights of Columbus, and that was one of their rituals back in the day. Really? And I'm like, wow, because I remember that show. I'm like, well, Jesus, like, the History Channel couldn't even get that right. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I thought that was an interesting little tidbit, but... Well, I'm not going to talk about the details of our ritual, of course, but I will say that we don't do anything like that. No. Our rituals are in prior times, I guess you could say, in like Old Testament kind of type thing. There's no modern guns or machine guns or Gatlin guns, unless you go to the Scottish Rite, which is there as plays. But again, I can also say even in the Scottish Rite, no one's getting shot. Yeah. Yeah, it's not to haze you. Oh, that's what we forgot to talk about, actually, with Jack, with uh, Jack Farkas. Have you seen the Scottish Rite? Have I seen the Scottish Rite? Are you? Have you? I'm, I'm not a member of the you, Scottish Rite. I know, I know a good amount about it. Okay. For not being a member. <laughs> All right. Because I was going to talk about, I forgot to do it with, with uh, Jack Farkas here. The other, what was our favorite degrees of the Scottish Rite? So how about we do this? Uh, yeah. If any of the degrees you guys have seen. Rocco, oh. no, I haven't seen any. So I, <laughs> I was going to say, so any any, from any Masonic any body whatsoever. Masonic body, got it. What is your favorite degree, Rocco? I third degree, Master Mason. Got nice. it. Rocco is a third degree Master Mason and isn't a part of any appending bodies. But I mean, you could have said he entered apprentice because not for I nothing. Could've. Me, when I said his master, entered apprentice is my favorite because again, we have the chamber of reflection mm-hmm. and it's also the ground floor for anybody coming in. So when they walk in and they're mm-hmm. blindfolded and you rip that blindfold, if it's like the, the look on their face is like, wow, holy shit. When you see all the, the brothers standing around them and doing all that stuff. Yep. So that, I mean, you could say that is you know, my favorite of the three. I mean, the mm-hmm. master Mason's great. It was one of the best degrees I've ever seen, but I like the entered apprentice for that reason is me being a master. Yep. So, but for anyway. me, the third is the culmination. It's it's uh, it's what we're here for. It is the highest degree, and it puts us all at the same level. Mm-hmm. That's it. No, Alex Jones tells me no. 
Just saying. Ken, agree to disagree. <laughs> Alex Jones. Um, I'm going to agree with you on Blue Lodge degrees in particular, Brother George. I do love the EA degree. Mm-hmm. Um, always love doing that degree. Performing it for other individuals, it was the most powerful degree for me to go through in Blue Lodge. But altogether, out of all the appendant bodies that I belong to, if I had to pick one that was the most powerful degree, I would have to say Order of the Temple, mm-hmm. Commandery of Knights Templar. York, right? Go. Uh, Blue Lodge, my favorite's got to be the Fellowcraft degree. Fellowcraft. I, I love the Fellowcraft degree. I don't do the main part, but I love to sit back and listen to it. Other than that, and, um, and Scottish Rite is really, I got to say, either the 18th degree, the Knight of Rose Croy, or the Four Chaplains degree. Those, those two degrees I, both stand out to me. I have a couple. And again, I've done York and Scottish. I'm all over the freaking spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite degree was obviously being the master as an underapprentice. Favorite one. So moving to, I'll, I'll pick one. Obviously, the York Rite Order of the Temple yep. is by far of any of the degrees I've ever seen of anybody. Order of the Temple by far blows anything I've seen so far out of the water. Mm-hmm. And again, I've taken St. Thomas of Akon, which is an, a, an honorary degree of the York Rite. You can have, you have to be invited to it. It's not like similar to the 33rd. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've taken that one. That was a good degree. Uh, but the Order of the Temple by far just blows everything out of the water. A um, couple of the other degrees. I did like the Mark Master Mason. That was a good one where you uh, you get your, your penny or your mark. No, that was a great one. Scottish Rite. Um, my personal favorite of the Scottish Rite is the Benedict Arnold degree. Have you seen that one? Oh, you've seen them all. Never mind. This guy, <laughs> this guy got oh, his yes. certificate. No, I don't. Oh, you didn't I'm missing it? one degree. Missing one. Uh, the Benedict Arnold one is my absolute favorite. And Sounds cool. It, it's a good degree. It's a really good degree, and it's. I'll give a brief synopsis of it again. I, and I've said this before. Can you? Yeah, I could because it, it's. I can. T- here's the thing about the rituals of Freemasonry. I can tell you what an orange tastes like. Yeah. But you don't know what it really tastes like until you try it for yourself. So I can say whatever I want here. The obligations of ourselves are, and I'm just going to give a brief synopsis. I'm not reading out ritual on this, but basically what happens is. In American Lodge... I mean, we all know what happened to Benedict Arnold. So. Well, um, but this is pretty interesting. Similar. And it, the story behind it is what makes it, makes it even better. Um, so it's after the uh, Revolutionary War. A bunch of, you know, all the famous Freemasons you know, of the time were sitting in Lodge together. Yep. And they're sitting with two English Freemasons. And they're all kind of talking and kind of trading, you know, this, that, and the other thing. And... Benedict Arnold busts in the door, and he basically said, you know, starts MFing the, uh, the the two English guys, saying that they're spies or whatever, and he basically exposes them to be what they what they were. Oh. But then at the end of it, all of the American Freemasons turn their back on Benedict Arnold because you know what? There's no, yeah, okay, you you've helped us out here, but there's no. You're just basically looking out for your own skin. Yeah, yeah. There's no loyalty. No loyalty. The there's no excuse for for yeah. failing to be and to uphold your masonry mm-hmm. vows. And that's right? pretty much the that's lesson. And again, uh, I, I've mm-hmm. I've kind of talked about it, but I didn't get too far into detail. I don't think, Jack. Was, eh, a little bit, but but it's. <laughs> I don't think it's it's. Uh, I'm violating any obligation though, because I didn't. <laughs> Brother Jack's like, this is above my pay grade. Because <laughs> our rituals really are not secretive. What's more secretive is just our obligations. And I didn't expose the obligation of that. No, did I? I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll consult with Farkas after this. I'll, I'll change the subject really quick. Well, or at least slightly. So Benedict Arnold, I don't know if we talked about this, but Benedict Arnold was a brother of uh, Hiram Number 1 mm-hmm. Lodge in New Haven, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, and from what I understand... Though his signature was on the rolls, they ink blotted his name off. I believe. Yeah, they ink blotted his name yeah. off of the charter <laughs> because you violated. I mean, you can turn coat and switch sides as many times as you want, but if you violate your obligations as mm-hmm. a Freemason, you're persona non grata. Mm-hmm. To us. Pretty much. 
So that was kind of a powerful, powerful lesson that I learned when taking a tour of that lodge. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever seen the charter. It's a. Uh, they basically. It's, I don't know if it was on the charter. I think this was in the. I think this was in the rolls. Oh, in the rolls. Yeah, oh, I don't okay. think it was. Uh, he wasn't an original signer. Oh, he of the wasn't charter, an original signer of the charter. Oh, oh, pretty sure he wasn't. If he was, I've never actually seen the charter, and they probably did the same to that too. I'll have to ask one of the Hiram guys. I yeah. see them all the time. I'll yeah. find out what the deal is. Good if brothers. Can, they got a beautiful lodge down there too. Yeah, beautiful lodge. Yeah, the the New Haven lodge is, is quite huge. I belong to the New Haven Commandery down there, and you know what's a is that where you guys do mm-hmm. Commandery is in mm-hmm. that. Bu- oh yeah, in that building God upstairs, the big room. Um, the other at. place, if you want to go check it out, is uh, my other Commandery, Cyrene in Middletown. Have you mm-hmm. ever been to the Middletown Blair? No, I uh, I joined their Facebook page. That's the closest I've got. Yeah. I will, uh, yeah. The, <laughs> I'm getting there. Yeah, I will get there. I gotta, yeah, if I you ever get a chance to get up there, come to a commandery meeting. We actually have one on <clears> Tuesday. Um, I, we're doing the illustrious order of the Red Cross. But if you get up there, and that's a that's a building. It's that's a real nice inside building. Like the the lodge room is. I'm gonna have amazing. to go check it out because I love Masonic architecture. And oh, you got to see old it. Ancient lodge buildings, the Meriden Lodge before. Mm-hmm. Before it got sold, was I mean, oh god, mm-hmm. such a cool building. Yeah. What else you guys got? Again, this was a. I really... had something before, and then we just started talking. And I I forgot it. Oh, that's what I was going to say. The Order of Malta was actually really good in long form. Yep. It was a really really good one. Um, that was that was an interesting one too. It talks about the whole you know the the Knights Hospitaller and or Knights of Saint John. Mm-hmm. That was, if you ever want to see something cool in history, read about them. Yeah. They were fucked up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of the shit they did, they uh, they took a... That's dead, another commandery degree. That's, that's another uh, commandery York right degree. But the actual Knights of St. John, when they were being attacked by the Sultan there on Malta, they were filling the catapults full of... Or the, the cannonballs full of the uh, the dead soldiers and firing them onto their ships. <laughs> We've Jesus. The Sultan People called have them done some bad things in the name the of religion. <laughs> yeah. The Sultan called them the, the nest of vipers, and I believe they actually left the island under full military regalia. Like they, they were allowed to carry their bannerment and walk out in procession. That's some gangster shit right yeah. there. <laughs> Sultan kicked the bees' nest there. <laughs> I don't think I got anything else, but I think what we're going to do is next podcast, we're going to talk about, I have a, I had an itinerary, and uh, I've kind of deviated off it per a request of a special guest we have going to be coming about famous Freemasons. Uh, so I kind of deviated a little bit. We've kind of yeah, talked I'll, about clandestine masonry, but here's what we can do. Um, next podcast, we will do famous Freemasons. We will do free, famous Freemasons in the United States. So when Gideon gets here, who is our special guest, because he said, oh, I'd like to talk about it too, I'm going to put him to work on European Freemasons. And then we can kick back and just listen. Yeah. No, we can kick back and just listen. I and like that. We'll have Puppet George freaking over his shoulder and fucking with him, <laughs> and we'll make it a good one. We'll hook a shot collar to him. and <laughs> Be good times. Yeah. But next podcast, I'm thinking Thursday, we'll do... Are you, is everybody going to be able to be here? Maybe. Oh, no, didn't you just say you have a Thursday. meeting Thursday? We do have a meeting Thursday, so we'll do it afterward. What the hell? Oh, I have the Master Mason degree at my lodge. Ah, uh, all right. Can't not be there. I'm in the we'll East. We'll hold off then. We'll hold off. We'll do, uh, we'll do something next week. Relatively small. We'll figure something out. we got a lot of homework to do, so we have a bunch of subjects that you know we can basically go over. So, But... Anybody got anything else? Nope. We gotta find something else to talk about. Yeah, I feel like the listeners are getting gypped here. They are getting gypped because in comparison to the last. Here's one, what right? the last one was: two hours long and farkest you. Yeah. He blew my mind with everything. It was a long. It was. He's a wealth of knowledge, man. He knows so much. I want to get. Shoes to fill. I want to get the somebody from the York right up here too. Besides us, somebody of higher stature, maybe Mike Seaman, our right eminent grand commander. That would be cool. That would be neat. I know a couple uh, eminent commanders, sitting eminent commanders, that might want to come up here. Well, there's one sitting across the table from me. I was going to say, isn't there one already up here? Yeah. We've got some past eminent commanders. Maybe uh, uh, Worshipful Brother Hal. 
Hal is actually in the grand line. He's behind me. Yep. He's uh, actually, and I'm going to congratulate them both. Actually, Steve Chipalone and Hal Elwell, who took over the Warder and the Sentinel. And I got moved to uh, the Grand Swordbearer. So they're in line right behind me. Nice. We also have a new <clears throat> district deputy. I want to give him a shout out because I don't think we have yet. Mm, not that I remember. <clears throat> Right, worship brother, Mike Adams of Shepherd Salem 78. Oh, look at that. Cocky motherfucker. <laughs> just battle the Masters part I, I'm two? not getting into this again. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jack, and I get the best lodge. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's Joe when you need him? There's going to be a puppet battle you can't going do the voice worth <sighs> shit. No, I wasn't doing the puppet George. I, I was doing I the know. puppet Jack. Oh, okay. we got to come up with a puppet Jack voice. Diana put it, put one in the in the thing. She's she already got the one puppet. Like all of us, she I think. A, yeah, she did, pretty much. Right Worshipful Brother Mike. Yes. Let's Good people. Do a Masonic toast yeah. to Right Worshipful Brother Mike Adams. Yeah. Him and uh, his his Associate Grand Marshal, Steve uh, Steve Chipalone already got a shout out oh. for being the... So. Well, he's Mike's AGM. Yeah, he's so. his AGM as well. So. And we'll be doing AGM's that... AGM's uh, a tough job. We'll be doing the presentation on yeah, the 25th. It's a lot of driving. A lot of driving. I made Tom basically my freaking caddy. I made him a driver. It's part of the job, right? I think it's in the obligation. <laughs> I don't know about that. But. All right. So, to the brothers that have been previously explained, uh, Warshall brother Hal Elwell, Warshall brother Steve Chipalone, and right Warshall brother Mike Adams. Brother in right hand arms. To arms. Ready. 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 Aim. 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 Fire. Good fire. Fire all. Together, brothers. Vivat, vivat, vivat. All right, what do you say we close it down? It's been a relatively mild podcast, but, you know, again, we've had some informative ones. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, moms. You're not going to say it? Jack's just going to... I'm going to fight the power. You're going to be the bastard kid. <laughs> hey, uh, Father's Day is coming up pretty soon, so, you know. <laughs> Mother's, big deal. But oh, happy Mother's God. Day. <laughs> All right, so for the Freemasons podcast, I am right worship brother George Marjorie signing off. Brother Rocco. Worshipful Brother Ken. Worshipful Brother Jack. Have a good night, everyone.